0: I didn't really think of a clever intro for this episode, so I'm just going to come out and say that I took two years off of playing golf, and I played recently, and I shot an 89. So, round of applause for me. Woo! Let's go, Jason. Round of applause for me.
1: We'll see you uh, beating Brian Harmon in the open next year.
0: That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Um, It was so much fun to go out and play. (laughs) I... I did not realize... I mean, I missed it for sure, but, like, being out there and actually playing, I was like, oh, it is so nice to be out here. Um, I know it can be a frustrating sport, and it definitely, at times, can be aggravating, but, man, I had a lot of fun.
1: Probably, if we were to make a list of top five things to do, top top five most fun things to do, golf will be on there for me.
0: For you? Yeah? So... What do we got? We have golfing. Got to be playing volleyball, right? Yeah,
1: volleyball be on there. Can't See, really uh, specify which, either
0: indoor or outdoor. But... And then hanging out with Jenna's got to be top of the priority list. Yeah, easy number one. So yeah, and away. number two's got to definitely be this show. Uh, <laughs> uh... <laughs> I don't know if it'd be number two. Might not be number two. And then um... – what would be so we've got four what's the fifth? eating um peanut butter and banana sandwiches
1: that's a necessity i don't think that's that of fun that's true it's just as a necessity i think getting dubs with the boys on apex
0: true true it's been nice recently it has been nice recently i will say um you do anything fun this past week since the last time we spoke on this show
1: Jenna's parents were in town. She went to the Taylor Swift concert. I know so, her life changed, right? Yeah, I think it's it's like um, BC and AD, right? So now the new this new timeline started, and it's <laughs> after after Taylor, right? And it's just it's like her whole her whole view on life has changed.
0: How many times has she seen Taylor Swift now?
1: I think this is number six. Six?
0: Yeah. Live That's in impressive. concert.
1: That is impressive. No, it might be number five.
0: Yeah, I think it's number five. Number five. That is really impressive, I have to say. I have to step um over to the door real quick because I keep hearing – I was going to say, I keep hearing my cat going absolutely berserk outside. <laughs> she's, I think she's yelling at Bree. <laughs> um, five times – How many times have I seen Shinedown? I think I've seen Shinedown three times. So that's a and it looked like the place that she saw Taylor at was like absolutely massive
1: too. Well, it was was Lumen Field. It's where the Seahawks play. So the loudest stadium in America, and she saw probably it's probably got to be one of the best venues to see a concert. Just the way the acoustics of that building Right. Was.
0: Yeah, it was probably rocking um, in that building. Is Would Seattle be on like a top list for you of like places you'd want to go see a football game? Because I know where my number like one and two have always been.
1: Well, you can't say would because I have seen a football game there, and it was half Niners mm. against the Seahawks, and the Niners ended up losing that game. But it was loud. It was as advertised.
0: Mm-hmm. Mine. I still haven't been to Allegiant yet for the Raiders, so that obviously would have to be number one on my priority list. But I always wanted to go see a field. I mean, a game uh, at Lambeau Field, um, mm-hmm. and then the Superdome in New Orleans. Those two places were really the two that I always, outside of wherever the Raiders were playing, were where I wanted to go see a game.
1: Yeah, and I got. I think I've been, I'm very lucky. I think Levi, Levi Stadium would be. For a lot of people, will should be on that list because that stadium is absolutely fantastic. If the atmosphere was better, I think SoFi would be a no-brainer. Mm, I'd yeah. go. I'd go see a Niners game there, probably because it's a home game at that point. But right. <laughs> just to see that building, because my mom actually actually has gone and see when saw the Niners play there. I think last year, and she said that that stadium is absolutely fantastic. I mean, it's what, $2 billion for one building. It better be so fantastic. It's, it's gotta have some, some bells, nice bells and whistles. Uh, Legion would probably be up there, but those buildings are so, those stadiums are so new that like, they don't have the the history there. I think MetLife at a certain time of the year would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Lambeau for sure. I went and saw Soldier Field when I was in Chicago didn't get to step in it, but that that stadium looked. Uh, I mean, it looked pretty impressive,
0: mm-hmm.
1: from what I saw. Um, I'm a sucker for that, though sports sports venues. Like, I'd I'd love to go to Staples.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: and gosh, what what else?
0: For anybody Is, listening I mean, who hasn't been to Golden One, gotta gotta come to Golden One.
1: Yeah, again, we're pretty lucky. I think Oracle Park just practically in our backyard in San Francisco is one of the best sports venues
0: in America. You definitely have a better gauge for that than I do having been a, a Giants fan though.
1: Yeah. I think it's, I think it's under, I think it's the best national league stadium. Cause I think well, you, you have your Fenway parks and your Yankee stadium and um, those places. But I think in the national league, I think it's better than uh, Dodger stadium. In Chavez wow. Ravine, so uh, well, PNC Park. PNC Park I right hear is actually really nice too.
0: I've actually heard that too. I for as little baseball stadiums as I know off the top of my head, I have heard of <laughs> uh, PNC. So Um All right. Well we've got a pretty fun show uh for you guys today. We've got a new segment that we're gonna lead off with and then we're going to do some well not actually we're not going to do power ranks we're going to critique some nfl power rankings because uh pro football focus put out their power rankings for the upcoming nfl season um and this was after the draft but we just haven't visited um these yet so we'll have to keep in mind that um the we're going to look at two lists one is going to be from pro football focus um, and then there's going to be another one that we'll probably take a look at from Bleacher Report as well. So we're going to look okay. at two and sort of talk about, um, well, basically where they went wrong because we, we never get anything wrong on this show. Yeah, um, well,
1: we're perfect at judging.
0: Exactly. And then next week what we're going to do, we're going to make our own power rankings for the upcoming season, and then we're also going to – Uh, make our own sort of Madden rankings based off the rankings that came out recently, which we talked about last week. So got two fun shows today. Um, And then at the very end, we'll close with some massive contract deals that just happened. Um, The Saquon Barkley thing. And then the Jalen Brown insane contract, which we'll get to (laughs) um, because I think we all knew that was coming, but I think the fact that it finally went through, it's like, wow. Okay, (laughs) here we are. This is the type of league that we're moving our way
1: towards now. This is our new NBA.
0: Yeah. So the new segment that we have uh, leading off the show today is actually uh, a product of Sam. He came up with this and we uh, sort of worked out the kinks uh, earlier uh, in the week. So Sam, would you like me to go through and explain it or would you like to?
1: Um, I can explain it. So we're kind of just test driving this idea. So hopefully if it goes well, we'll continue it. But – In theory, we are creating a top five list with a theme in mind. So, for example, uh, top five NBA players. And you would, boom, 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 put out that that list. The catch is, Jason and I are making our each top five list. We do not know each other's themes. And we are just giving each other our list with zero context.
0: So the whole goal would be instead of – let's say we were doing, for example, um, we'll go off of what Sam said, top five NBA players. Instead of Sam saying, hey, here's the theme, you try to pick what my order was, he's just going to give me the order. So let's just say I'm just going to rattle off five players. Let's just say it was like LeBron, Luka, Giannis, Jokic, Booker, whatever, just those five. He would read – those five in order and then it would be my job to try to guess what the theme of his list is and if it goes the way that we're um, hoping it's going to go then this will be a reoccurring thing and then we'll post some stuff post some other lists throughout the week on on social media and then we'll have people try to guess um what the lists are throughout the week and then we'll reveal them on the show but um you know sam and i wanted to get in on the fun as well um so we're gonna yeah we're gonna uh make these lists independently from one another and then we'll do uh one on the show and then we'll we'll release them throughout the week so his list is different than mine his theme is different than mine i have no idea what his is and he has no idea what mine are and the interesting thing as i was thinking about this um it's gonna be interesting to see if some of our guesses actually do in theory work just as well as the theme that we created you know what i mean
1: yeah, yeah, definitely. So, like, there, there could be multiple themes that yeah. these list of whatever. I was about to say players, but it could be a list of anything. And uh, I guess I didn't tell you this, but we haven't really decided if it's just going to be purely sports themed. Yeah. We are, at the end of the day, also an entertainment show uh, when we choose to be. <laughs> yeah,
0: Wait, it's <laughs> maybe... only the last like ending of the show,
1: yeah. <laughs> maybe three times a year we're an entertainment <laughs> show. So, it could be in theory a list of five about anything. Mm -hmm. Um, I will tell you, I
0: kept it to sports
1: this first time. I did
0: too. I did too. Well, it is your segment. I mean, you came up with it. Would you like to go first or would you like me to go first?
1: Um, I'll go first, Jason. All right. I know you're a smart guy. You know me. uh, And this definitely ties into what we're talking about today. So I will start with number one on my
0: list. I got to write these down so I can keep it in front of them. Let's do okay. it.
1: Going, going one to five here. Yep. I have Nikola Jokic. Mm. Number two, Devin Booker.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: Number three, Damian Lillard.
0: Okay. Four, Jalen Brown. I'm lost now. (laughs) I I was got. I was going one direction, and the Jalen Brown thing pushed me off. Okay, number five,
1: cat Carl Anthony Towns.
0: Carl Anthony Towns. All right, audience at home, try to think of what theme could Nikola Jokic, Devin Booker. Damian Lillard, Jalen Brown, and Carl Anthony Towns. What could that have in common? We definitely need to put a cap on the guesses. So I'll just say like three. Um, oh, I was going to
1: limit to one.
0: Oh, one. All right. Let's do one. I like it. One shot. But you can talk, like, you, you can work through it. Um, so I started thinking maybe you were going down the list of like best players because you listed Jokic. So I'd, I wouldn't have a gripe with you if you put him at number one. Okay. But you threw me off. I could even hear an argument for Booker if you were like really going yeah, if you were really yeah. going out on a limb. But the Jalen Brown thing threw me off of that, and so did the Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> oh, I'm um, a big Carl Anthony Towns fan. B. You're yeah. not a top five, the to Carl Anthony Towns <laughs> fan.
1: <laughs> um, I don't even think I'm a big Carl Anthony Towns fan.
0: I know that the thing that the first three have in common is that Nikola Jokic, Devin Booker, and Damian Lillard, they're all pretty decent passers. Nikola Jokic is by far the best out of everybody on this list. I know Booker doesn't have a reputation as an amazing passer, but if you watch the most recent postseason that he was in, because Chris Paul was out...
1: He's a playmaker.
0: Yeah, he was forced, forced to play point guard, and he did an absolutely phenomenal job. And that role, and I guess one would assume he's going to be doing the same thing this season. Um,
1: um, I'll help you. I'll give you a little little bit of a hint. Mm-hmm. Um, um, this theme is less to do about an opinion and more about a like a fact, a milestone. A fact.
0: I was going to say. I I was leaning towards something to do with scoring. Um, but they got to be the top scorers on their t- no, because Anthony Edwards would be the probably have more. Um, and Jason Tatum with the Jalen Brown thing. Um, mm-hmm. you got me pinned here. I'm not sure. Um, I was You're gonna, gonna have say to press you for time. Yeah, I think you're just I think we're just going to have to I was going to say they're the top scorer on their or like I know cuz it's east west coast. Yeah, you had to press me for time. I was going to say top scorer on their team like the five um no, I'm out. I I I have you stumped me on this one. I have no Hail Mary. Clue.
1: Come on. Throw out a Hail Mary.
0: Hail Mary? Oh man. Um <laughs> I'm literally stumped. You got me, dude. You 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 okay. nailed me. I have no clue.
1: So they are my top five players mm-hmm. in order. Who on an existing contract will be paid sixty million a year?
0: Ooh, you think Carl Anthony Towns is going to be paid sixty million dollars?
1: No, he well he is. He, oh, it's in oh, his, okay. it's in his contract. Yeah, they're oh, the it's... only five players that have. 1 year on their deal that is over 60 million.
0: That you know what it's funny when you see these five names so you have Jokic, Booker, yeah Dane, isn't it weird? Jaylen Brown and then Cat. And that's the fun thing about these lists is that they're probably going to be impossible to guess. But yeah. it's interesting going it's going to be fun to see what people come up with and then when you reveal it what it actually is that's insane that Karl Anthony Towns is on that list. I know that Jalen Brown just kinda got his big deal. I think mm-hmm. the Jokic thing, that's obviously justifiable. The Booker thing's wild because of who else is on the team. Because you think well, about I think
1: he got that he got that deal before KD was on.
0: So. Oh, I know, but like at the end of the day, like how like still having somebody who's being paid that much, you also then add Kevin Durant and then you add Bradley Beal. It's like God, how much money do they have? <laughs> and it's how much money do they have tied up elsewhere? And the answer is mm-hmm. probably not a lot. Um,
1: yeah, if those guys stay together, I think in like th- two or three years' time, they're going to be paying $150 million to three players. Oh,
0: that's insane. What is the normal like cap for a team? Um, oh, I had it somewhere. I... Uh, I'll, I'll pull it up right now thanks to Google. Um, it's gonna go
1: up. The cap's going up. Um,
0: the tax level for the 2023-2024 uh, season is one hundred and sixty five million. Yeah. God. <laughs> That's nuts. Mm-hmm.
1: And just guys that just made that just missed out. Uh, Steph Curry's making fifty nine million, one year. Oh, and um, LeBron, I think, is making 58 million, so they would have changed that. But you, I thought because I mentioned that it's relating to what we're going to talk about later, that you might think,
0: mm, yeah, the Jalen about thing.
1: Yeah. about money. But I, yeah, if you don't like, it could be anything. Like it could yeah. be, oh, these are the guys that had 20 points, 10 assists, and 15 rebounds, or something like that.
0: Yeah, and, and it'll just it'll just be fun to see what people can come up with and like what we can kind of come up with. Um, I I was leaning towards scoring, um, yep. But and you think it's interesting too, uh, Jokic,
1: arguably, I mean, I think it's pretty safe to say the only top five current NBA player that's on this list. I don't on think that list, think that that high right yeah. now. I think he's he's top ten. I think uh, that's game relative to health, I think is as high as top 10 or probably top 15. And then Brown and towns aren't on there, but yeah.
0: Yeah. I think, I think that's totally fair. I think that's totally fair. All right. Well, that was a pretty tough list. Um, I was, yeah, thinking... sorry, man. I know it. That's the point. That's the point. <laughs> uh, all right. So my list is not nearly as difficult. Um, but this one is uh, kind of subjective. Um, it has nothing to do necessarily with statistics or anything. It is a pretty subjective list. So this is your your own opinion. This is my own opinion. This is my own opinion. So, okay. but it is a topic that does get discussed in sports quite frequently. So I tried to go fairly easy um, on the first one, unlike you who just came in with a haymaker on that one. But <laughs> I got got to set the tone. That's fair. And maybe maybe eventually we can keep keep like a scoreboard. Yeah. That's yeah. How many we go. Right. Absolutely. All right. <clears throat> well, with one guess, that's going to be rough. <laughs> All right, here we yeah. go. So I have a tie at number five. I have a tie at number <laughs> five. So okay. I, just, I couldn't, I couldn't decide between the two. Um, I think there are justifiable cases for both of them. Um, so tied at number five, I have uh, Daniel Jones and Trey, Aubrey Lance. I did not know his middle name was Aubrey. Um, by the way, Trey Lance, born in 2000. Just want to let you know. <laughs> um, which is just crazy because we were <laughs> we were 98 and 99. <laughs> All right, so tie it in number five. Trey Lance and Daniel Jones. Number four. Okay. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Number <laughs> three. Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott, number what? two. We have Russell Wilson. Okay. And then at number one we have Deshaun Watson.
1: <sighs> okay, so I initially was thinking, but it's it's opinion. But I was initially thinking, like rushing QBs or uh, like rushing touchdown. Hmm. Leaders because you have Daniel Jones, Trey Lance, Aaron Rodgers gets um, actually quite a bit. Yeah, rushing touchdowns. Russell Wilson used to have a bunch. Uh, Yeah, would scramble a little bit, Um, but it's it's an opinion. So I'm gonna go. I'm thinking along the lines of most to prove next season or most amount of pressure. Heading into this next year,
0: you gonna lock it in?
1: Um, I'm, or I guess I have to say QBs, quarterbacks, with the. I, I, those are along the same lines. right? They're along do the to, same lines. Do no, I, have I to pick.
0: No, you're good. You're good. Uh, okay,
1: so yeah, I think QBs with the most approved slash most pressure heading into the. NFL season.
0: Ding, ding, ding. I gave you too much of a layup, but let's go. Well, I mean, so here's the thing. So the tie at number five, right? I, the Daniel Jones thing for me, this this one came down to the idea of he just got signed to a contract that I think a lot of people believed he got overpaid. And I think part of the reason potentially why the whole Saquon Barkley thing took the turn that it did is because they tied up money in Daniel Jones. And if you watch the Giants and you listen to analysts, uh, you know, Daniel Jones got the credit for that season, but the best player on that offense by far was Saquon Barkley. He was the reason, the main reason why they basically, I mean – Overperformed. It feels like a bit of an undersell. They excelled last year with where everybody thought they were going to be. So I feel like Daniel Jones has a lot to prove to sort of justify the contract that he was given. And the Trey Lance thing, I think Trey Lance is under a lot of pressure because I mean, a couple of years ago, the 49ers traded the farm to get him and now he's in the quarterback room where he potentially might lose out to brock purdy sam darnold like if you're a quarterback who gets drafted second or third i can't was he third i think he was third right
1: third yeah Yeah.
0: third after a team traded like three or four first round picks to come up and get you Mm -hmm. and you're losing out to you know sam darnold and brock not that brock purdy was didn't play well because he played amazing but i feel like trey's got a lot of pressure this season to prove himself as hey like look they came up, they got me for a reason, and here's the reason I'm actually really good. Watch and go out and prove it. I think that Trey Lance, despite not being a quote unquote starting quarterback right now, has a ton to prove.
1: I completely agree, completely agree with both of those.
0: Um, so I put Aaron Rodgers at four, and I know a lot of people have been placing him really high on their lists, and I, as in terms of like quarterbacks who are under the most pressure and look i get it he was brought to new york to win a championship but but he just restructured his deal um mm-hmm. and he's going to be there for at least two to three years he does have the most pressure from the standpoint of i think out of every single one of these guys besides dak everybody's expecting or hoping that Rodgers delivers a championship i don't think any of the other guys necessarily have championship aspirations this year. Year. So Rodgers has the most lofty goals, but he also has probably the best team out of everybody on this list. He also has a pretty good window to do it, two and three, and it's also his very first year there. Look, I know that Tom Brady did it in Tampa Bay, and I'm not saying that Rodgers couldn't, but I feel like Rodgers has a bit of a leeway because he has such a great team and because it's his very first year in New York. So for me personally, it would be next year would be the season where I would really go, okay, if you guys are going to win, it has to be next year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think at bare minimum, they need to make the playoffs.
0: Oh yeah. And probably win in the first round.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's the appropriate expectations. If he is healthy this season for, let's say, 85, 90% of the season. If he misses one game, it's whatever. But if he's healthy for most of the year, they need to make the playoffs.
0: Can you imagine the the round of four if it ended up being Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen versus Joe Burrow? Like, the AFC... Well, heck, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Throw in Justin Herbert in there. I know, but but and then that's the point that I guess that I'm trying to make is that the quarterback... The quarterbacks in the AFC, like that's another <laughs> thing too that Rogers is facing is that he's going to be going up against these like Titans in the NFL right now. So I think if you're losing to, you know, no offense, a Jimmy Garoppolo led 49ers team versus a defending Super Bowl champion Patrick Mahomes team, who you take maybe to the very end, those look way different. Um, so I'd argue, not really. I don't know. I know that. Because the 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 Niners' defense,
1: the Niners' defense is like all time.
0: I understand that. And I get that Rodgers was brought to New York to beat those guys. But, again, you do have to take into account a little bit that everybody he's going to go up against in the playoffs might be a future Mm -hmm. Hall of Famer. (laughs)
1: Um, Yeah, Lamar, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. Feasibly if, all those guys. I think the only guy that they, they're not going to potentially – the only guy that's not going to be a Hall of Famer is like Tua Yeah, making it.
0: If all of those guys you just named continue on the trajectory that they're on, very easily yep. could end up on the Hall of Fame. Um, oh, easy. Yeah, yeah. All right, so number three, I had Dak. And anybody who's the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys is <laughs> just going to be under a bunch <laughs> of pressure anyway. They have yeah. been knocking at the door for years, for years, 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 years. He's always under a lot of pressure. He's coming off a season. No one's opening. I know. Um, He's coming off a season where he threw a league high. I think it was 15 interceptions. um, Mm -hmm. And they switched offensive coordinators. Well, really, they fired Kellen Moore. And they made Mike McCarthy the offensive coordinator as well. So not only is McCarthy under a lot of pressure, but so is Dak. Um, He's not going to have – I hear a lot of people worried – about the whole Tony Pollard thing because they keep saying they want to run the ball more, but Tony Pollard's not really a between the tackles kind of guy. So he's coming off ACL surgery. He's also coming off ACL surgery. Right? Or is
1: it Achilles? It was a major lower body injury. Yes. Um
0: and not to mention that Zach Martin is holding out right now. Um
1: <laughs> hey, Mr. 99, man. We talked about
0: him. I know. So see, that's the, the Madden
1: raise. If we could just sidebar real quick. That they, that must have blown some smoke up Zach Martin's ass. Because there isn't talks of him being disgruntled until, boom, he comes out as, what, one of the five players in the NFL that is a 99 clubber, and then all of a sudden he needs a new deal. Look, Come he, on, Madden.
0: Look, he deserves it, man. He deserves it. Um, so I'm putting Dak at three for all of the obvious reasons. Um, plus, like, he's been there for a while, and they just cannot seem to lift – um, and just to get past what the first round they keep getting bounced, and then in that yeah. second round, they always see the 49ers, 49ers, 49ers. Well, and they, 49ers. Yeah, they got their number, don't worry. About it. I know, but don't they don't worry but... about it. Niners got a lot of people's number, and Dak the has NFC. just got to get them past at least. I mean, he's he's got to get him to an NFC championship game, he has to. He has yes. to. He, he's won, I want to say, two playoff games.
1: In his career, but you're saying he's got to because they're going to be the wild card. I'm sorry, Philly's going to win that division. He's two. So they and got four the They have to win it's two, two and four. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a got to win. So he's got to win his career playoff number this season. In the playoffs.
0: Well, here, listen to this. So this is from nfl.com Unfortunately, he's just two and four as a postseason starter. Sixty one and thirty six in the regular season. Prescott's three hundred and well, basically, yeah. Well, they have it's .333 playoff win percentage is the second worst over the last ten postseasons among twenty three quarterbacks with five plus playoff starts, trailing just Alex Smith, who was two and five. Yeah, poor Alex Smith. Well, so that's that's the company he's keeping
1: right now. Hey, I'll tell you what. New Las Vegas Raiders quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo has a better record than that. That's in the true. Post-season.
0: That's true. But you know what the Raiders record in the postseason recently is? Zero and how recent are we talking? Well, within the past, like, I don't know, 10, 15 years, it's like 0-2. 0-3. 0-2, 0-3. Yeah. So there's that. Um, All right. Number two is Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson um, couldn't have played worse last year, um, but Nathaniel Hackett probably couldn't have coached worse last year, or at least according to Sean Payton, if you guys have checked the highlights um, or I, I mean, I call them highlights, but they're really just like kind of lowlights for the Denver Broncos and their organization. Sean Payton, um, came out and said that Nathaniel Hackett did like one of the worst coaching jobs in NFL history. Um, that's
1: crazy.
0: Well, it's crazy that he went public with that. No, I'm that not surprised is, he thinks absolutely it. <laughs> crazy that he would say that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Again, the whole pub, like it's fine if he thinks that. I think a lot of people thought that. Yeah, but yeah, to have the new coach come in and have it be Peyton, it's just like. Yeah, why does he have to say that? I don't know. <laughs> to defend defend Russell Wilson, I guess. That's
1: the only reason why I could think that. But really all you have to do is say, "Oh yeah, it just didn't work out for them last season. Like it's just it was just a bad fit." Mm-hmm. But he had to go to worst coaching job of all time. Mhm. That like and Sean Payton's got he's got some cachet around the league. He does. I I bet the I bet the Jets fire Nathaniel Hackett
0: later this week <laughs> later this week hey, oh did they're you like see
1: what Payton said about you yeah they're like oh gosh Sean Payton thinks that we need to get this guy out of here
0: see ya see ya <laughs> Rogers you wanted him like what what you're gone too <laughs> yeah you're gonna see ya go to, you're gonna go to bat for Nathaniel Hackett we we'll trade you back to Green Bay so I think Rogers is probably um right at around two for me he couldn't have played worse last season and if this if this goes south i know that he's tied to them but i think the more the blame is going to shift towards russell wilson if the season goes poorly because of exactly what you said sean payton has a track record of being an offensive guru and genius so if Mm -hmm. this goes south i think a lot of the blame is going to shift towards russell wilson and then Um, A lot of people are going to start to maybe question his legacy when, uh, especially with his time in Seattle. Um, And then the very last one who I said is under the most amount of pressure, I think is Deshaun Watson. And it's the the biggest reason for me is when last seen, when last seen fully healthy and not uh, involved in, you know, scandalous activities, um, Deshaun Watson had. Well, actually he was. He was knee deep in scandalous activities. We just didn't know about it. That's true. Um, He played one statistically, one of like the best seasons in like NFL history. There were people who were putting him right behind Patrick Mahomes as the second best quarterback (laughs) in the league. And Cleveland gave him a fully guaranteed deal, something that no other team has been willing to do since. So. If you are Deshaun Watson and Cleveland gives you all of this money, moves, all, moves heaven and earth to get you to that team, it's because they're trading for that version of Deshaun Watson. And anything less than that is probably going to be looked at as a failed, a failed investment. So, Do you think if
1: he were to play the way he did in those six games last season, which was pretty awful, If he has a full season of that, do you think the Browns are looking to get rid of him after this next year?
0: Potentially. But I don't know who would take the contract. That's Um, the thing,
1: right? So is there a lot of – because he has his money. He does have his money. I think he is – you talked about Russell Wilson being tied to the Broncos. I think Deshaun Watson is ankle chained to the Browns.
0: It's, it, this thing isn't knotted. It is steel chained up, yeah, yeah, i I, I totally I totally get that. Um, however, I think also Watson probably not only is playing for, you know, from a professional standpoint, like he's trying to get back to where he was. I think he's also playing a bit for his reputation as well, like just to get like like kind of just to get the image of, you know, the scandal that he was involved in sort of out and away from people's minds. Like if he is playing poorly, like I think people will just automatically always just go, "Well, look like like whether fair or not, whether the off off the field stuff at all affected his on the field stuff, like people are just always going to tie him to that. And I think mm-hmm. if he has a really good season, then people might start to push it to the back burner a little bit. It's just I think he's playing for a little bit more than just on the field stuff. So yeah, I think
1: the way I, I look at it is in, in no way, shape or form am I saying that uh, I view Deshaun Watson as a compassionate figure or in any way support him by saying what I'm about to say. But if there is a player that is in most need of a win, it is Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Because the last, and again, I'm not saying he's a sympathetic figure. I don't have any sympathy for him and his actions, but if we're just talking about the person who is most looking for any sort of win to get rid of, to sort of take the focus off of the two years of negative publicity, because before there was the suspension and the allegations and the court dates, there was him holding out for his contract, him not getting along with Houston, this and that, looking for a trade. We're talking about two years, two and a half years of negative publicity for a guy. He is the one guy who most desperately needs a win just for a rebound.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So... That would be my list of who I think is under the most pressure heading into this upcoming NFL season I, quarterback uh, can edition. I, can I throw out a honorary mention? Yep. I think Josh Allen. I thought about it, but he would have been low on my list.
1: I think he's right there. and I could argue that he could be ahead of a Daniel Jones and Trey Lance just because of the stature that we're holding him and comparing him to – the top five quarterbacks in the NFL and with limited playoff success with all the turnovers, all the silly moments and not really, not like an MVP to show for it either. I think he's got a lot to prove and it's sort of a product of his own natural talent.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, he definitely, I thought about throwing Tua there as well, potentially. Uh, yeah, but I, th- but I think a lot of that has to do more with pressure to stay healthy. Because um, yep. I think as long as he is healthy, he'll play just fine. Um, yeah, he showed it last year. Yeah, so a lot of a lot of good options. Um, but uh, yeah, that was my list. And speaking, I'm surprised you didn't put Jimmy G in there. Uh, No, screw Jimmy G. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, And speaking of lists, we have some power rankings that we need to go over. And before we get to that quickly, I just saw a story that popped up. This came out two hours ago. Yep. Jalen Ramsey sustained an apparent knee injury after colliding with wide receiver Tyreek Hill. He was carted off the practice field. Um, So... Um, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking to see if there was anything. Says Ramsey then was examined by trainers while on his back for several minutes before getting up. This is from Sports Illustrated. Yeah, so that's not good.
1: (laughs) Uh, Hopefully it's just a precaution, just precautions that they took to get him carted off. And uh, yeah, hopefully it's not a super serious injury.
0: Yeah, hopefully not, because he was going to be a big part of what they want to do on defense. Yeah, because um, they were, they were in dire need of talent on that Miami team for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're so they, depleted.
1: Oh my gosh, they needed that. Wow. Yeah,
0: it's absolutely just depleted there. Feel so bad for them. All right, <clears throat> so speaking of lists, let's do some power ranking. So, would you like to see Pro Football Focus's list of top ten? Or would you like to see Sports Illustrated first? Let's go uh, PFF. PFF. All right, starting at number 10, coming in at number 10. Well, I'll tell you actually who is at 11, who just missed it. It was actually the very team we were just talking about, the Miami Dolphins. They have at 11, which kind of surprised me a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I thought they'd be higher. But rounding out the top 10 at number 10, we have the Baltimore Ravens at number 10.
1: Ooh, Miami's got to be higher than them.
0: You think? I don't yeah. know. Um, all right, number nine, Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns coming in at number nine. Look, if everything goes – Were you joking? No, I'm not joking. Okay. <laughs> I am not joking. It? <laughs> they have the Cleveland Browns
1: at number nine. Who the heck is high on the Cleveland Browns? Uh,
0: I don't know. <laughs> They're going to be the worst team in that division. They might be the worst team in that division, but that's I that's probably the best division in football. Um, no, no, it's not. Oh, it, yeah, I th- I think it might be um, number eight, the Chargers. Okay, the Chargers. I'm not not mad about where they are. Dallas comes in at seven.
1: <sighs> Dallas gonna have a lot of wins this year. It's hard to really gauge them.
0: Yeah. Number six, just missing the top five, the New York Jets, J E T S.
1: Jets. Okay, we're eye on the Jets. I like it.
0: And then we have the usual suspects rounding out the top five. So we have Buffalo at five. I actually like that they're a little bit lower. Um, Cincinnati. Where,
1: where would you expect Buffalo to be?
0: I would expect. I I wouldn't be surprised if we see a couple of lists that have Buffalo like two or three. But I actually okay. kind of like that they're that they're hanging out around five. Um, okay. Number four, Cincinnati. Yep. Number three, we have San Francisco. Too low. Come on. Too low. Come on. And then number two. One or two. Come on. We have Philly and then Kansas City rounding out our top ten. So the major things that I would say is I'm actually kind of surprised that Miami is not in the top ten. I'm surprised that Cleveland is in the top ten. And I'm also kind of surprised that Jacksonville isn't at 11 or 10. Because from everything that we've been hearing about the Jacksonville Jaguars, they might sneak up on people this year. You think about how far they made it last year. I was looking at a chart. I'm looking at it right here. Percentage of players returning. Do you know what team has the most um, players returning for the 2023 season? The Jacksonville Jaguars.
1: <laughs> and they get they get Calvin Ridley mm-hmm. they suit up for them too. Um, so they finally get like a true bona fide number one wide receiver. Yeah. Uh, who was it? Christian Kirk last year. He's going to
0: slot in great. Oh, yes, he two. will. He's going to be a nice wide little fantasy, like um, sort of bench or like third wide receiver for you. Hey, um, he was great for those first three weeks. I'll tell he you. He was, I had him. Uh, eventually. <laughs> you uh, did. I did. Yeah. You, I sold him high for you. You did um, sell him. You did sell him high, but it worked out. It worked out. So
1: when I was, cause I, I haven't seen this list. Um, before you just read out for me after hearing chargers at eight i assumed that jackson would, jacksonville would be following very closely
0: mm-hmm. yeah they're 12 those
1: yeah those two teams for me are right next to each other yeah um cleveland at nine is just dumb
0: <laughs> so I'm going to I'm going to peek at the other list to see Do they have like a blurb of why? They do. They do. Um the Browns stored up their defense uh up their G- defense this offseason by adding uh Thornhill defensive tackle, Dalvin Tomlinson and um uh an edge rusher whose name i'm not gonna even try to pronounce (laughs) Uh, um their their blurb i'm just looking their blurb is about their defense uh, because it's a bit of a, a lengthy one it's about their defense and also um they drafted a wide receiver cedric tillman from tennessee so it's gonna beef up their wide receiver core a little bit so they're really talking about their defense and the fact that they added um a wide receiver
1: Oh, I forgot they have a top five wide right receiver
0: in Amari Cooper. Mm, apparently, yeah. <laughs> yeah, based off of Madden. Based what are we them. talking about? What are we talking about? Well, see, that's the point. We're going to have to set the record straight next week with the Madden rankings and these. Are people getting paid? Are people getting paid off by the Cleveland Browns? Is that what's happening? So I'm telling you right now, I already like Sports Illustrated's list better. All right. Let's hear SI. Okay, so here's SI. So we're going to go. I'll give you who's eleven. And 12, because we talked okay. about that. Uh, Miami's 12. So okay. both lists us kind of have Miami a little bit lower. Detroit is actually 11. Oh, no.
1: Come on.
0: <laughs> Detroit like is
1: You know I'm high on Detroit. I think yes. I said Detroit was going to win that division. But they should not be above Miami.
0: So, your take about the Chargers and the Jaguars kind of comes to fruition a little bit here on SportsCenter's list. So, at number 10, they have the Chargers. Yep. Um, at number 9, they have Dallas. I already like this a little bit better. Jacksonville, they have at 8. Oh, okay. 7, they have the Jets. Okay. 6, they have Buffalo. Oh, okay. So who did they move? are The Browns a top five team? No, they they bumped. They <laughs> oh, bumped Baltimore. They bumped Baltimore. Yeah, they bumped. Whoa. Whoa.
1: They bumped Baltimore to
0: five. Um, I guess that
1: Odell pickup. They're really banking on.
0: Um. Well, he actually said they actually write right here. Uh, they say I'm not smitten by Odell about the. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. signing, as much as I am excited for what someone like Todd Munkin can bring to Lamar Jackson. So they're more saying that the um, OC is going to be the reason why Baltimore sort of gets pumped up this year. So they actually move a little bit of movement in the top four, actually. They have Philly at four. Oh, oh, I like this already. They have San Francisco at three.
1: Come on, they can't
0: move up. <laughs> <laughs> and then they have Cincinnati at 2 and the Chiefs at 1. Um so I already like Sports Illustrated's list better. I like that Dallas was lower. I like yep. that the Chargers and the Jacks and the Jaguars like you said are hanging around near each other. I'm glad they gave Jacksonville their flowers. 8 might be a little high. Um but again, like I could I could hear a justification to move Dallas to 8 and Jacksonville to 9. Um I would honestly flip. I'd go Dallas 10, Chargers,
1: nine, Jacksonville. 8.
0: and that that's that's also fair. Those teams are kind of probably like Dallas, I think we forget Dallas has a lot of talent. Oh yes, they their do the roster, like they they do, they just
1: can't win big games. Yeah. I'm honestly surprised uh Minnesota hasn't been anywhere.
0: So on this list, on SI, they have, um, they even acknowledge, perhaps the most controversial of rankings. You want to guess where they put Minnesota? If it's controversial. Uh, 16? They put them at 18.
1: Oh, okay. Who, who's right, right in front of them?
0: Um, Green Bay. Green Bay is ahead of They Bay are Hall? ahead. Um, oh, okay. Seattle at 16, which I think is too low. Um, they have the Rams at 15. That's too high, I think. Wow. Um, they
1: are, they're buying high on Matthew Stafford staying healthy.
0: New England is 14. The Giants are 13. And then we move up to Miami. All right, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. They have Cleveland. Uh, SIS Cleveland. Uh, wow. So this is a huge jump. They put Cleveland at 20. That's awesome. (laughs) I'm fine with that. Completely fine with that. That's crazy. Oh, and by the way, (laughs) by the way, I'm reading the Raiders blurb. (laughs) First sentence. I get bad vibes just thinking about the Raiders situation right now. (laughs) 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 Me too. Who's the author? Let me pull this up. Who is the author of this? Connor Orr! Connor, I am in agreement with you. I get bad vibes thinking about okay. the Raiders too.
1: Send him a send him a letter. Oh my gosh. Letter. After do you think Devontae Adams is gonna finish the year with the Raiders?
0: I don't know. He should just leave. <laughs> Might get something for him. Oh man. it's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> anyway, back to like good teams. They kept Buffalo out of the top five. That was interesting. They moved. They moved Baltimore up to the top five. Um, I wouldn't. I think. I think they're banking, like the author mentioned, they're banking on the Todd Munkin thing. Really, really, um, like absolutely being a slam dunk. Hmm. I don't know, man. So, so, Pro Football has them at ten. I love that these lists um, have some big discrepancies. Like Baltimore at 10 and then Baltimore at 5 is drastically different. And to have Cleveland at 9 and then 20. I'd love to just put like, yeah, Cleveland highlights
1: on the screen and have the two, like the groups of writers that put these lists together just sitting down and hear what each of them are thinking and seeing when they're looking at the same exact video. I know. Because to put a team at 20, so bottom third of the league, compared to a group that put the same team with the same stat, same players, same offseason, as a top 10 NFL team, so guaranteed playoff team, borderline AFC championship contender.
0: That is a huge range. So... I pulled up a third third and final ranking, a surprise entry from Bleacher Report. Okay. And this one's very interesting. So, like, very interesting. So, they have Seattle at 12, which I I think that's a good spot for them. Um, You know who they have at number 11? The New York Jets. Outside of the top...
1: they must they're, not like Aaron Rodgers.
0: No, they yeah. must not. At number 10, they have the Chargers.
1: Yeah, I think around that 8 to 10 range, I think it's perfect for them.
0: 9, they have Jacksonville.
1: Yeah, like we were talking about.
0: Yep, Baltimore at 8. Okay. Miami at 7, so they're the first ones to put Miami in the top 10. Yeah, I'm down with that. Dallas at 6. Way too high. So they dropped your boys down to five, San Francisco at five. Come on, I can't catch a break. You <laughs> can't catch a break. Buffalo four, Philly three, Cincy two, Chiefs one.
1: Cleveland at one. Oh, I knew it. <laughs> no.
0: They actually have Cleveland at 13. Yeah. Yeah, they have Cleveland at 13. So I mean, the interesting the interesting discrepancies between all of these is um, Baltimore, Baltimore is, they all have them as a top 10 team, but they literally have them in like three, almost equally distanced positions from each other at like 10, eight, and five. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's, that's interesting. The jets being outside the top 10 is kind of surprising to me. Um, I think the list that I like the most is SIs. Um, well, that's actually Bleacher Report.
1: That's the first one that's had Miami above the Jets. Yes. Too. So that's which that relationship within the NFC East is definitely going to be pretty interesting. Um, I think it really comes down for those two teams specifically because they have such an influx of talent, is the health of each of their quarterbacks. Yeah. If Aaron Rodgers plays the same or more games than Tua, I think the Jets will have a better record.
0: Well, I think out of the three teams who are probably going to be competing for that division title between the Jets, the Bills, and the uh, Dolphins, I think the team that actually could sustain a quarterback injury the best would be the Jets. Who's their backup? Uh, who? Uh, well, Zach Wilson. <laughs> 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 um, I don't know, man. He, he could lose you a couple games. Yeah, yeah well, he, he, he could do himself. a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, um, but I think they uh, have the best, and like, because we saw what the. I mean, look i I know the that Dolphins that might did be an
1: all right job. The
0: Dolphins did do an all um an all right job. So i i get i get that that might be a little bit of a. I, I guess I'm more thinking about the fact that. The Jets' defense is stellar. It's so so good, and I would think that having now spent some time or going to be spending time with Russell—I mean Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers—this off season that that's only going to be a positive thing for Zach Wilson. Um, and let's not let's not forget, at the Jets were six and three last year um, to start the uh, to start the year, so. Yeah, Zach can lose you some games, but he also doesn't have to – he also just needs to play good enough for the Jets to sort of hold off whoever they're playing. So, Do they still have uh, Mike White on the roster? No, Mike White is gone. I think Mike White is actually with the Dolphins. <laughs> oh, is he really? Yeah, I think he would be the perfect backup QB. Um, let me triple check. But, yeah, he's with the Dolphins now. So that that would be hilarious if we saw Mike White versus uh, Zach Wilson game during the season. And those lineups, I mean, those
1: rosters are stacked.
0: Yes, both of them.
1: Absolutely stacked. I think the Jets have a better defense. But Miami has better, which is crazy to say because the Jets have awesome skill positions. But Miami is a top three, like, skill positions outside of quarterback, outside of offensive line, just skill positions, wide receivers, running backs, tight ends,
0: I think is probably top three in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Probably. And stand near that. like them, Cincinnati. Um, yeah. And San Francisco. Come on. Say it. Probably. Stay with me, Jason. <laughs> probably. San
1: Fran. Probably. <laughs> probably. Uh, Philly's got to be up there. Uh, you know, all the usual, all the usual teams yeah. are up there.
0: All right, so next week we're going to set the record straight and give you what we would say is the actual power rankings heading into this upcoming season. And then we'll give you the correct MAD rankings because some of the wide receiver and quarterback ones were just weird. They were were just head scratchers. Unless you like Amari Cooper. Unless you like Amari Cooper. Um, Let me ask you something, speaking of head scratchers. Yeah. Do you think Jalen Brown should be the most, uh, the richest <laughs> NBA player in, uh, like, I guess NBA history in terms of the contract? Um, right place, right
1: time. I think that's really what it comes down to. Uh, he was the next next man up. Boston had to keep him, and he qualified for this massive deal. I think is really what it comes down to. Is it crazy to think that we live in a world where a guy that hasn't won an NBA MVP isn't the best player on his team um, is the highest paid player in a sport? Probably isn't even. Do you think Jalen Brown's a top fifteen NBA player?
0: Um, well, I, he made the All NBA team this year, I think. So, yeah, yeah. But,
1: like, that's kind of – because I don't think – did KD make an All-NBA team?
0: Um, I'll, pull, I'll pull them up right now um, to double and triple check. But, yeah, so here we go. I've got them right here. So the first team was Giannis, Luca, Joel, Gilders, um, Alexander, and Tatum. And then the second team, yeah, was Jalen Brown, Jimmy Butler, Steph, Jokic, and then Donovan Mitchell. And then third team was De'Aaron, DeMontes, Julius Randle, Damian Lillard, and LeBron James. LeBron James.
1: Yes, yeah, so KD didn't even make one. And I think everyone
0: in the right mind would pick Kevin Durant mm-hmm. over Jalen J- Brown. And what, Devin Booker didn't make one. No. Just wanna let you guys know that De'Aaron Fox did get one vote for um uh first team. Just for I don't know who it was, but he did get one vote. <laughs> I think we talked about it when they when it came out or if we didn't, um, I think it was a shock to everyone that De'Aaron wasn't on second team. Uh, Yeah, it did feel like a bit of a slight. I I have an article right here from uh, NBC Sports saying the five players most likely to pass Jalen Brown's contract. Um, Okay. And the five that they have listed is Jokic, Luka, Joel Embiid, Jason Tatum, and Giannis.
1: Yeah, Jason Tatum's going to break it or should pass it next season.
0: So if the Celtics next are paying the Brown, season. they are paying Tatum. He's not eligible to sign an extension until the summer of 2024, but when he does, it yep. will be for an estimated $334 million. Um, yeah, that seems right. So, so, two guys. so let me just kind of read you that. I know, where are the numbers here? So for the Giannis one, it says first he has two years left on his contract, so he can only extend for four years. He makes more money waiting until next summer and uh, and extending for the full five years. Uh, then it will be an estimated three hundred thirty-four million over five, with that fifth year worth an estimated seventy-six million. Joel Embiid um, in the summer of twenty twenty-five, the MVP from last season, can sign uh, a five-year, approximately three hundred sixty-seven. Million dollar extension. Um, Luca, same contract as Embiid. They're saying, and then, um, oh, this. So this one's interesting with the Jokic thing. So listen to this. Nikola Jokic is arguably the best player walking the face of the earth right now. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And he just signed a contract extension worth 274 million before the start of last season. However, thanks to his player option at the end of it. By the summer of 2026, he could sign the NBA's first 400 million dollar contract extension. (laughs) How old would he be at that point? So that would so 2026. He is right now. He's 28. So what? He'd be 30. He'd be 31. He'd be 31. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> it says any five-year supermax contracts in the summer of 2026 could crack um, that 400 million dollar barrier. The guys to watch include Ja Morant, uh, Gilders Alexander, um, and they even put Zion in that. But I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, I mean that's this is kind of this is the world we live in now, right? Like these NBA players are going to be getting obscene, like baseball style money now. Yeah, they deserve it, man. Well, I'm not saying so, they don't. It's just crazy to to see the numbers when. And speaking of that, you saw the the the, contra- the soccer, um, the Mbappe contract, right? Yeah. I did. Oh, he turned it down. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't blame him. I don't either. That, that um, Saudi
1: league is based off of what you believe in, or if you care about the level of competition you play. Like, there's a number of reasons. Oh, yeah, that.
0: I I, I would have, to me, either way, like, I would have gone, if he would have signed it, I'd have like, well, makes sense, <laughs> um, and uh, if he didn't, then it was like, okay, well, <laughs> then that also makes sense, I don't know if he had a right or wrong decision there, um, but, holy smokes, I mean, these contracts <laughs> that we're seeing, and the lack of, which, conversely, is hilarious, because of, when you juxtapose it with the lack of contracts we're seeing in the NFL <laughs> for running backs, <laughs>
1: yeah yeah is there is there even like basketball i guess because it's positionless more so i feel like there's not a position that is getting paid across the board less than any of the other positions right i feel like centers for a long time kind of were because you can only have three all nba type centers so that kind of limits the amount of guys that has that super max mm-hmm. deal but because we've gotten so many like AD, Jokic Joel Embiid uh, Sabonis just got that huge deal too like they're, they're catching up and they're creating
0: more and more value for themselves yeah these contracts are these contracts are wild they're just wild <laughs> um, but we're going to be seeing more. I mean, like they're, they're coming. Like this is, this is the new norm now for the NBA. And um, yeah. it's going to be something that people, you got to just not necessarily be shocked about it anymore. Like you can kind of sit back and go, wow, I can't believe that that's um, what they got, but you can't necessarily say, well, that's not what they deserve. One of my favorite, one of my favorite lines I've ever heard from uh, a sports broadcaster of course came at least from me just from a bias standpoint um, was from Greeny he said you know he was saying you are what somebody is willing to pay you <laughs> so if mm-hmm. somebody is willing to pay you 300 for Jalen Brown 304 million dollars well then guess what you're worth 304 million dollars
1: <laughs> yeah so no, I totally get it I think he he would be valuable for a lot of different teams um, still has value as a trade asset if they potentially wanted to move him. But to to Boston, I think he's the most valuable.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, um, coming to the end of our episode, I will say that next week I will have um, at least one, maybe two movie reviews. Um Okay. For you uh, next weekend, um, yeah. I never really talked about the Mission Impossible thing. Um, we don't have to do that now. We can sort of make next week sort of a fun hybrid show because we're doing our our rankings, and then we can talk about some entertainment stuff as well. Because there's a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline. Um, so for those of you who stuck with us to the end of the episode, we really do appreciate it. We always do. Um, Again, I, I know we say it on every every episode. We always end with saying thank you. But again, really, it does mean a lot to us. So um, especially if you tune in for 5, 10, 15, doesn't matter how long, um, we really do appreciate it. Um, have a wonderful week. We hope you all enjoyed the new segment. Sam, I think that went really well.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: sorry, man. Sorry,
1: Jason, I took it out on you on the first episode. I didn't think first <laughs> time doing this. Um, I think if you got it, it's like high risk, high reward. Like if yeah. you got it, it's like holy cow, Jason is completely break, big brains. But um, understandably, if you if you don't get it, because that could have those five players could have been anything. Yeah, really. Um, so
0: no no harm done. I feel like I agree. That's the that's the beauty of the segment. I really like it, and we'll have a lot of fun with it going forward as well. So, um, all right. Everybody, have a wonderful week. Have a good weekend. Uh, Go see Barbie. Go see Oppenheimer. uh, Go see Mission Impossible. At the same time, yes, see them both simultaneously. Um, And, uh, yeah, have a wonderful week, and we will see you all very shortly. I
1: think Jokic might be uh, the second best player in the NBA. I think Giannis is probably better.
0: Yikes! That's a hot take to uh, to end the show <laughs> on.
1: <laughs> just, just end, with, just have you guys end with that one.
0: See ya.